pupil. His name was Santin. He practiced the centipede style.
I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Burris. And welcome to a new episode of Enter the Back Cave. And just like I promised, I'm going to be talking about my top 10 favorite kung fu movies here on the last Sunday for the Asian New Year. Lunar New Year, as the Asians like to call it. And I just poured myself some uh, cranberry juice here. Also, I've been uh, battling a little something um, on my throat. Uh, I'm actually going to the doctor's uh, tomorrow to get it looked at. Uh, it's a little something hung uh, left over from my COVID slash cold. I don't know if it's uh, diphyrgy. I, I forget. I'm always pronouncing it wrong, or tonsillitis, so either way, hopefully I'll be getting this out um, sometime this week, so cheers to that as I drink my cranberry juice. <sighs> Good swig. <clears throat> so we're going to get right into the countdown. Well, before we go into it, uh, let's go into the uh, honorable mentions because um, there were a lot of great movies that uh, did not make the top 10 list. So I figured here are some movies that didn't make the list, but they're still great films. And here they are, the honorable mentions. First, Five Element Ninja. This was... Um, one of the last few great films of the Shaw Brother era uh, films. It was directed by Chung Chi, and it starred uh, most of the members of the um, of the um, the Venom Squad. Also starred Lo Mang, who played the Toad. And actually, I have this movie on DVD, and it's a pretty good film, good ninja movie. And around this time, um, you know, Hong Kong films were starting to do some uh, Chinese, I mean, do some ninja movies. And this was way before uh, America started uh, with the ninja films, you know, with the Shokasuki um, films like, you know, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, and of course, uh, Ninja 3 Domination, which uh, a lot of people called uh, one of the worst of the of the bunch. Well, personally, I thought it was good. I think it was I think it's one of those um, so bad it's good movies, <laughs> personally, in my opinion. But nevertheless, um, if you ever get a chance, please go uh, watch uh, Five Element Ninja because uh, it is a tremendous film. Um, also, there's Drunken Master 2, a.k.a. Legend of the Drunken Master, the uh, sequel by Jackie Chan. And uh, that movie was actually pretty good. I loved it. Um... As for which is better, uh, the sequel or the original one, I can never really choose between uh, those two. I mean, I think they're both really good in their own right, and uh, I can never choose between between those two movies. So, um, and Jackie Chan delivers a great um, performance in both of those movies. In fact, a uh, little funny story. Um, the scene where Jackie is having the fight in the courtyard, and he's doing the, you know, he's drinking all the different bottles, and he's handing it to his... Um, to his stepmom, who's played by, um, oh, I forget her name, uh, it's right on the tip of the, uh, right on the tip of the tongue, um, uh, I want to, oh, I forget her, I forget her name, but, um, you know, but, uh, anyways, Jackie, you know, he's doing all these drunken movements, and my mom was, like, uh, watching the scene, and my mom, she goes, oh, is that a real martial art, is, you know, is that for real, and I go, yep, that is real. That is absolutely positively real. You know, that is absolutely positively real. You know, drunken martial arts, it, uh, drunken monkey or, um, you know, drunken kung fu, um, it is absolutely real. So go look it up. We also have uh, The Big Boss, which was Bruce Lee's um, first big uh, Hong Kong film. Well, not... 
Well, not really big. I mean, he did star in Asian films as a kid and, you know, go back to his filmography. Uh, then, of course, as we all know, he left for America, opened his Jeet Kune Do school, was on The Green Hornet, and then came back to Hong Kong, and then he did The Big Boss, and the rest is history. Uh, great film, wonderful, and definitely worth watching if you're a huge Bruce Lee fan. Way of the Dragon, of course, uh, Bruce Lee versus Chuck Norris, the ultimate fight there, definitely worth watching. Of course, uh, Shaolin versus Lama, that is also mentioned here in my honorable mentions. Of course, most famous for the quotable line, Allow me to demonstrate the skills of Shaolin, the special technique of shadow boxing. And next is Shaolin, exe uh, sorry, Executioners of uh, Shaolin. This is the one movie with uh, Pai Mei, which is played by Lo Li. And Goren Liu is in the movie, but uh, of course for only a short period of time. And then there's the sequel, Clan of the White Lotus. Uh, Goren Liu is in that movie the whole time and has an epic fight scene with, uh, with Lo Li in that one. And yep, uh, Pai Mei is in that one as well, the character Pai Mei. And interestingly enough, Gordon Liu would play the character Pai Mei in Kill Bill Volume 2. And finally, uh, well actually I got two more actually, oh, I read it wrong. Uh, there's Forbidden Kingdom, yep, Forbidden Kingdom with Jackie Chan and Jet Li, uh, one of my favorites. And, of course, it had the showdown between Jackie Chan and Jet Li. They had a tremendous fight scene. Loved it. And what I liked most about the movie is that the, um, the, the kid in the movie, you know, he's just a huge kung fu um, movie fan. And that sounds, um, you know, he definitely sounds like me, you know, because, like, I have, um, if you ever come to my house uh, here in um, Boston... You know, I have a DVD and Blu-ray collection of uh, Kung Fu films, you know, I mean, I grew up watching, you know, films of Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, um, you know, Sammo Hung, you know, I mean, I've pretty much almost seen almost every um, martial art movie, you know, to man, you know, so, um, so yeah, this is definitely for, um, you know, fanboys out there. And finally is uh, My Young Auntie. Um, Gordon Liu has a supporting role in this film. And it's a, and also um, Lar Kao Young, uh, he also has a role in this movie. He plays the father. And of course, uh, one of my favorite scenes is when they do the, uh, sing the Chinese version of um, Rose, Rose, I Love You. And it's actually very beautiful in Chinese, uh, if you ever listen to it, it's, uh, it's very, you know, it's very good, and, and it's also a, um, you know, it's a great movie, and they actually did a, um, they actually did a remake of it in the 80s, uh, which I forget the name of right now, but, um, but definitely go check it out. Oh, I just remembered the, uh, the name of, uh, the woman who played, um, Jackie Chan's, uh, step stepmother um in legends of the dragon master is anita moy yep the late great anita moy she was a singer and actress she was in um a better tomorrow part three with uh chow yun fat and you can also catch her in jackie chan's uh rumble in the bronx yep she was in uh rumble in the bronx as well she played um you know the store clerk and that one and she was also, in uh, The Executioners, the uh, female uh, superhero uh, kung fu film, on uh, that one, well, well, it's called uh, The Executioners, it's also called a Trio, so um, definitely worth um, taking a look at, and she was also in uh, Miracles as well, and, you know, it's kind of funny that uh, she plays the stepmother, but uh, yet... Um, She's like, I think she was like uh, three or four years, um, four years older than uh, 
I think she was like, yeah, I think she was either around around the same age as Jackie or she was like three or four years older than Jackie. And um, sadly, she passed away of um, of cancer. So, yeah, rest in peace to um, to Anita Moy. And having said all that, we're now going to um, get in to the countdown. And also, I have a special surprise for you guys, too, after the countdown. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Now, for our countdown, coming in at number 10 is Snake in the Eagle's Shadow, starring Jackie Chan. This is the movie that made Jackie Chan a star. After years of working with the director Lo Wei, who directed Bruce Lee's The Big Boss and The Chinese Connection, Jackie Chan decided to go out on his own, and he actually worked with, um, uh, I, forget, oh, I forgot the name of the film, uh, Film Corporation, I think it was Film Corporation or whatever it was, um, but, um, actually he was, uh, loaned out, um, yeah, he was loaned out, um, in order to do this film, and then it became a big success, and many can... Sarit, um, one of the true great, um, kung fu comedies of that era, and this was really when the kung fu comedies were really starting to come in, and this was way after Bruce Lee had died, and, you know, they wanted, I mean, there were still some kung fu films, you know, some serious kung fu films, but this is when they were starting to do, um, you know, kung fu movies that were more comedic, and of course, this is where Bruce, I mean, sorry, Jackie found his shtick, you know, like, Bruce kicks high, I kick low, Bruce breaks walls with his fist, I go ow, and you see it right here in Snake and the Eagle's Shadow, and of course, uh, in this movie, he plays a student that is being, uh, bullied, and he is helped by the beggar So, who, of course, is, um, um, Simon Yen, um, of course, Simon Yen is Yuan Wu-Ping's uh, father. Yep, Master Wu Ping. Uh, his father was in the movie. And this is a great film for Jackie Chan fans. His first big film. And then, of course, afterwards, he would uh, go back to... Um, he would go back to Golden Harvest and make some more movies. And the rest, as they say, is history. Number nine, Drunken Master. This would be the second movie that Jackie Chan would make. And, of course, Drunken Master is, of course, the first movie he would do. And before the sequel to Drunken Master 2, Legend of the Drunken Master. And, of course, he plays uh, Wong Fei Hung, a student who learns from his... Um, you know, he learns from his master, uh, you know, the art of uh, drunken boxing. And, of course, uh, this movie, you know, was actually pretty good. And actually, Wong Fei Hong is actually based off of a person. And, of course, um, there are many myths of uh, Wong Fei Hong, you know, like, uh, was he more of a street performer? Was he a drunken boxer or whatever? But, um you know, I mean, I always get confused uh, myself, but nonetheless, it's still a pretty good movie. And if uh, you're someone who's seen Legend of the Drunken Master but has never seen the original one, I highly recommend you see this movie because it's great and you get to see actually real uh, drunken um, boxing in this one. And this also um, opened the door for a lot of uh, drunken kung fu movies as well. Uh, you know, there was like, um, you know, Drunken Tai Chi, which was actually the last of the um drunken um martial arts films and that one was um choreographed by uh Yuan Wu Ping and also I think it was also directed by Yuan Wu Ping and that one starred uh Donnie Yen that was um the movie that uh made fans uh, take a notice of uh, Donnie Yen and there was also um Dance of the Drunken uh, Mantis which was by uh Corey Yen 
who was uh, Jackie's um, Peking opera brother. So uh, definitely, um, definitely go take a look at that one as well. And coming in at number eight is Fist of Legend. Yep, the rework of Bruce Lee's um, The Chinese Connection, a.k.a. Fist of Fury. And it's pretty much um, told um, in the same way of uh, Fist of Fury, you know, Bruce Lee's Fist of Fury, except, um, you know, Jet Li, when he plays the... Um, you know the the Chengche uh, um, Chengche character is that um, he studies abroad in China and then he hears of his master's death and his um, and of course he discovers that his master has been poisoned by doing like a like a scientific work you know detective work you know almost like a forensic thing whereas uh, Bruce's character uh, he discovers it by um, when he finds out that um, that the cook is actually uh, Japanese, you know, we all know the famous scene where he lay at night, he sees uh, one of the guys talking with one of the Japanese dojo guys, um, and he goes, so I see that you're Japanese. And, and of course, uh, the famous fight scene, um, you know, in the, in the dojo, of course, um, we don't see Jet Li uh, doing the, um, you know, we don't see him doing, you know, with the nunchucks. You know, we see him actually using the, a belt. <laughs> yeah, he uses uh, he uses a belt instead of uh, the nunchucks. But uh, nonetheless, it's still pretty good. You know, it's still a pretty good movie. And this is the movie that actually made um, the Wachowski brothers um, uh, want to work with Jet Li for The Matrix. Uh, they wanted uh, Jet Li to be in one of the sequels to The Matrix films. But... Um, Unfortunately, that would um, that would not come to pass because Jet Li would uh, turn it down. Nonetheless, uh, still a pretty good movie and definitely worth um, taking a look at. Number seven is another Jet Li classic, uh, Tai Chi Master, aka Twin Dragons. And Tai Chi Master, of course, uh, tells the story of the man who actually invented... Um, um, Tai Chi, Jet Li is the man, plays the man who, um, played, who, uh, who invented, uh, Tai Chi, and I forget his, I forget his name, uh, I really should have done a little more research, um, though I do know that Tai Chi has its, um, they say is that the roots of Tai Chi is, um, is from Shaolin, though it is practiced, oh yeah, it's, uh, Feng Sai Hok. Yeah, I think that's his name. Yeah, Feng Sai Hook. In, um, yeah, Feng Sai Hook. He is, um, you know, he is from Shaolin, and then of course he was uh, thrown out of, um, he was thrown out of Shaolin due to a misunderstanding. You know, protecting his, um, you know, his fellow monk. You know, from a misunderstanding because. Um, well, you know, you'd have to watch the whole movie, and then it'll explain, it explains the whole thing, and, and then, of course, he learns, um, you know, he discovers, um, you know, the ancient teachings from his old masters, and, you know, how to use the elements of the wind and stuff, and thus it becomes, uh, Tai Chi, and, no, wait, I think, uh, Oh, wait, it's not Feng Sai Hok. Yeah, it's Feng Sai Hok is, is someone different. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, sorry. Shame on me. But, uh, but Tai Chi is... Um, yeah, but Tai Chi is actually a real martial art. Um, tai Chi is actually... Um, is actually practiced in... Um, in Wu... Wudang uh, Mountain. It's actually uh, it's it gets uh, mispronounced in um, in translation. You know, of course that's where the group Wu Tang takes its takes its name from. You know, Wu Tang. You know, of course it's called uh, it's often called Wu Dong or Wu Dang uh, Wu Dang Mountain. And there's a difference between uh, Wu Dang and Shaolin. 
um, Wu Dang is, um, you know, I think Wu Dang is, is external and Shaolin is, uh, is internal. And Wu Dang monks, um, they can, they are allowed to drink wine, they're allowed to eat meat, and they can, um, participate in, uh, forn in fornication, whereas, um, in Shaolin, they are not allowed to do anything. In fact, in Shaolin, they are not even allowed to touch a woman for handshaking or even to help a woman across the street. So, uh, actually, if I was, uh, practicing Kung Fu, I'd want to be more of a Wu Dang, um, um, or Taoist, I, I should say, Taoist, uh, monk. Um, I'd, I'd want to be more of a Taoist monk than a, uh, than a Shaolin monk, so... Uh, nonetheless, uh, the movie is actually pretty good. It also has um, Michelle Yeoh in this as well. And uh, this is when uh, Michelle Yeoh was actually making her uh, film comeback as as well. She was actually originally supposed to be in uh, John Woo's um, Hard Boiled. But um, due to the rewritings of the script, um, and of course uh, they recasted her role with uh, Teresa Moe. And then, um, Teresa, and of course, uh, Michelle Yeoh, she wound up being in this film. And she does a tremendous performance in, um, in this movie, too. And so definitely worth, uh, watching if, uh, if you ever have it. You know, if you ever have it on DVD or you can live stream it as well. So definitely, um, watch this film. Coming in at uh, number six is Duel to the Death. Um, this one was in 1981. This is from uh, Golden Harvest. It starred uh, Damien Lau. Uh, this one is about a duel that happens, um, I think it's like every four or ten years, between a Japanese swordsman and a Chinese swordsman. And this is... One of uh, many, you know, Chinese versus Japanese um, martial arts uh, films. And I love this movie because, you know, it involves ninjas. You know, you got ninjas and and stuff. I mean, you see ninjas in the beginning, you know, trying to invade the uh, the Shaolin Temple. And also the famous scene where, um, you know, where... You know, where the ninjas are coming in on, um, you know, on the gliders and, you know, on the beach. And then, of course, um, you know, Frankie Chan, of course, he's, um, you know, he's got, and of course, uh, he bows them with, um, you know, with his uh, wooded doe uh, sword. And, you know, it's just a tremendous movie. And plus, uh, I love the... I love the theme song too. The do 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 And also, um, one of the songs um, was actually uh, sampled for the Wu Tang Clan's um, "Forever" album too. Um, the the intro. So uh, you go back and look at the film, and you can actually um, look at that as well. And it is a tremendous. Film and if you're someone that's into ninjas and you love um, you know Chinese swordplay, then um, this movie is absolutely definitely for you. As I take another swig of my cranberry juice. Coming in at number five is Last for Last Hurrah for Chivalry. This was the swordplay film by John Woo. Yep, that John Woo. This was, I guess you could say, uh, John Woo before he became John Woo. Uh, John Woo at this time was um, mostly just doing comedies, and he did try to do some martial arts films. Um, he actually did a Jackie Chan film called, um, uh, I think it was... Uh, uh, Blood Heroes or something like that. I forget what it was called, but um, it was a movie with uh, Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung that he um, that he did. It was a swordplay film before uh, Jackie became famous. And in this movie, Damien Lau and Y Peck, 
Yep, Y. Peck, who played the Snake Master in Five Deadly Venoms. Um, they are hired to assassinate a, you know, pretty much a, a henchman, you know, a warlord from uh, ruining a man's uh, wedding. Little did you know, it's also, um, you know, a skimming plot to retrieve a, um, a hidden sword. And this movie is pretty good, and this is one of my favorite uh, John Woo films of all time, and also one of my favorite uh, swordplay movies uh, of all time as well. In fact, um, um, one of the villains, uh, one of the yeah, one of the villains um, in the movie, he has this saying. Uh, he goes, you know, he has a sword, and he goes. Uh, you know, you touch my sword. Anyone who touches my sword must die. And, you know, he draws the sword and, he, you know, he kills them. And it's actually a pretty good, um, yeah, it's actually pretty good. And there's also ninjas in that one, too. Uh, there's ninjas in the beginning uh, of that. And John Woo, uh, he was inspired by the ninjas in uh, The Killer Elite, the uh, Sam Peckinpah um, film. You see the ninjas in the beginning of the wedding, you know, and they slaughter... Um, you know they slaughter uh you know the the wife the wife and you know the families and and stuff and you know and plus at that time there weren't that many um ninjas uh you know the chinese weren't making that many ninja films and it was until the later part of the 70s you know you know we'd start seeing you know ninjas in films actually i think this was around the time when they started uh putting ninjas in films you know um you know with you know, with this one and um, Heroes of the East, uh, aka uh, Shaolin uh, versus Ninja, and of course, um, of course, Ninja and the Dragon's Den, which is uh, regarded as um, one of the greatest um, Hong Kong films to have ninjas, and of course, uh, Five Element Ninja itself. So, so there. But Last of All for Shirley is very good. It's a very good film, and uh, anyone who's a fan of John Woo and wants to discover, you know, the John Woo films, uh, you know, before he made the uh, the Gun Fu films, you know, with, uh, you know, with Chow Yun-Fat, you know, I highly recommend you go uh, take a look at it. And at number four, we have The 36th Chamber of Shaolin, one of uh, many great films to inspire the Wu-Tang Clan. In fact, it was the inspiration behind the Wu-Tang Clan's uh, first album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chamber. We have Gordon Liu playing the uh, famous um, monk, Sante, who, of course, goes to Shaolin to avenge his uh, father and also to, to rescue his people. And you really do see, uh, you know, the training, you know, what it means to be a monk and, you know, the stand up for brotherhood. And it really is just a masterpiece of a of a film. You know, I mean, it's wonderful. I have it on DVD. On DVD I've seen it like billions of times. And it's, um, you know, it really is uh, one of the great, um, you know, one of the great, you know, films by uh, Shaw Brothers. And, of course, I've seen the sequels. The sequels, uh, yeah, they're okay, you know? I mean, yeah, they're somewhat okay, but uh, there's nothing like the original. You know, there's, there really is. There really is um, nothing like the original film. So, definitely worth watching. Uh, if you ever uh, get it on your video streams or if you get it on Blu-ray and DVD, definitely watch this film. Next is... King Boxer, a.k.a. Five Fingers of Death. Uh, this is the movie, uh, one of many movies that started the Kung Fu crazes in the United States of America. It was uh, this film, and then later on, Enter the Dragon. In fact, actually, um, this movie often in theaters would actually be shown as a double feature with this and um, Bruce Lee's Enter the Dragon. And in Five Fingers of Death, uh, Lo Lee, Lo Lei, uh, he plays a student who goes on to uh, learn the secrets of the Iron Palm technique. 
and of course um the iron palm that's where we see like the you know the orange on um his hand you know we hear that of course uh quentin tarantino used that for the bride in kill bills volume one and volume two you know we see the orange and then we hear the song and that was a good use by the way by um you know by tarantino and you know and that movie is definitely definitely awesome too as well it's you know one of my you know definitely one of my favorites and um you know just like you know the iron palm you know i mean there's always you know there's always you know a movie about uh you know like a secret death touch or a secret palm you know or magical kick or whatever and you know this movie is definitely um it's definitely one of those movies that uh, i think it really started one of those one of those movies with that but it's tremendous it's great and you should definitely watch it and coming in at number two fist of fury aka the chinese connection of course you can't have a kung fu movie countdown list without the great bruce lee and of course fist of fury bruce lee goes out to avenge his master killed by the japanese in shanghai and this is regarded as bruce lee's greatest uh movie and and of course after seeing this movie like a dozens of times i can see why you know because it's about you know chinese nationalism you know we see the you know the, you know the chinese school you know the um, you know the ching school being um bullied by you know the japanese uh dojo and you know of course we all know the sign you know the sick man and bruce lee goes into the dojo kicks their ass and he goes the now you listen to me i'm only gonna say it once we are not sick men and then of course he uh, breaks the he breaks the sign and makes them eat the paper and he goes eat this time you're eating paper the next time it's gonna be glass <laughs> uh, oh yeah <laughs> and of course that was the first time we also saw the nunchucks yeah that was the first time that uh, bruce lee ever used the uh, nunchucks in the movies well the first time he ever used the nunchucks on screen was on an episode of the green hornet uh, i don't know which uh, episode that was but uh yeah but I'll, I'll have to go back and look at it but um he did use um nunchucks on the green hornet but the uh, first time on film was in fist of fury aka the chinese connection and would go on to use it in way of the dragon and enter the dragon and of course um uh game of death which was his uh last movie before his death and and interestingly enough, um, uh, Rob Baker, uh, his, um, you know, his student, um, he actually fought him. He, he played, of course, uh, the Russian, um, yeah, the Russian guy, you know, the Russian uh, martial arts student uh, studying in the Japanese dojo. Uh, Bruce actually uh, dubbed his voice. Yeah, he dubbed his, um, yeah, he dubbed his voice in there of course uh a little something that uh you all may not know and and interestingly enough also uh bruce also uh dubbed the voice of the uh uh the mob boss in uh way of the dragon and yeah he's the one who goes you know who goes um you know be careful with the gun in public and money will buy cooperation <laughs> so a little uh fun back there and finally coming in at number one drum roll please the five deadly venoms of course you all heard that in the intro and five deadly venoms i mean what more can be said about this movie this has influenced uh, the wu-tang clan it's influenced well, other rap groups has influenced, um, 
yeah, it's influenced rap groups. In fact, there was actually a Sprite commercial with uh, with hip-hop music. They actually, um, I remember that as a kid, they used uh, instead female rappers instead. And um, there's there's also a bluegrass group uh, called uh, the Five Venoms. There was also a female rap group that called themselves the Five uh, Deli Venoms as well. It's, you know, it's just been a huge inspiration um you know for for everything and also you know one of the great martial arts uh movies here in america i mean the americans really love uh five deadly venoms and i can see why i mean like these five pupils you know the the mask you have the toad the snake the centipede uh you have the scorpion uh let's see who else Okay, you got the centipede, you got the scorpion, you got the snake, the toad. Uh, of course, you got the the lizard or gecko, as they call it. And uh, actually, my personal favorites were uh, the snake and and the toad. Uh, the snake, um, you know, the snake is actually um, there is snake style kung fu, as we all know. Snake is part of the five animals in uh kung fu but uh the snake style that we see it's not the snake that you see in jackie chan's uh snake and the eagle shadows instead it's more of the the cobra you know the snake opening his mouth and he's like um you know biting his mouth on to his uh predator you know the you know we see that and of course uh the toad um the toad is like you know like nothing can harm him he has no weak points so of course Later in the movie, we find out that his weak points is in his ears, and and of course they even try to Iron Maiden to try to pinpoint his weak spots. And actually, that's uh, where the name of the band, um, the rock band, got its name from, Iron Maiden. So uh, yeah, <laughs> that's where the name of the rock band got it from, the Iron Maiden. Just a little uh, fun fact there. So there you go, number one uh let me know what you guys think in the comment well let me know what you guys think over at uh mbars1986 at gmail.com and also let me know what you think on instagram too at matthew Barris on instagram as well all right now that i'm done with the countdown got a special surprise for you guys we're gonna be listening to the Wu-Tang Clan movie samples. Yeah. This is a little something that I found on YouTube uh, years ago. The These are samples that have been used on Wu-Tang Clan albums. Um, yep, yeah, Kung Fu movies, movies here. And we're going to be looking at part one and part two. You can find them on YouTube. And first we're going to look at part one. So here we go. Hey, what you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous. Yes, my lord. We saw them practicing with each other. Their Kung Fu is first class. Hmm. Shaolin shadow boxing. And the Wu Tang sword style. If only.
is enough talk from you two. Well, come and get me if you're not scared. Come on. Let me handle Sorry, there's a... Yeah, I'm watching this on YouTube, and unfortunately, I gotta skip an ad here. There you go. Hmm, sure, Mark. Hey, bastard, I didn't know who you were. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. The study of Kung Fu fighting is ongoing. Don't ever hope to master all of them. So be careful. Thank you for your advice. Then please forgive me. <laughs> Food samples part two. I have given it much thought. It seems disaster must come. At best, only postponed. Shaolin Kung Fu to survive must now be taught to more young men. We must expand, get more pupils, so that the knowledge will spread. Number one, Yen Jing Wang. 
He's their leader. He's good. Very sophisticated. He uses his victims for weapons. One day I'll kill them. It's the punishment that they deserve. She wanted to join her husband. That's her right. So she did. For loyalty, for chastity, and so why should I stop her? I don't understand you. You people are all trying to achieve the impossible. From where do you come? Venice, Italy. Mongol horsemen are in Europe. And they're not very far from Venice. Now, if your country was taken by Mongols, and they established their tyrannical rule there, would you resist or just give up? Resist, of course. Oh, that's exactly what we've done. But you'll fail, and you'll all die. If we die, the next generation will fight them too. And the one after them, for as long as they must. And eventually we shall succeed. There's no doubt about that. If we reconcile ourselves to being slaves, we'll have betrayed our country's honor. too bad here unfortunately gotta wait till that one is over <clears throat> and here we go oh wait got another one here and we can just skip past this one Chung's Kung Fu wasn't good enough to be any match for Yen Nan Tin. Now it's your turn with the sword. Come on, attack me! Oh, <laughs> 
and pass this obstacle. Uh-huh. Thank you, Alder. Surprise, surprise. Kim Churchill, it's been 20 years. <laughs> Who would have expected you'd be so afraid? You'd run away to hide up here. Kim Chin-Chin, you murdered all of my students and my wife. You have forfeited all rights to it. How dare you rebuild the Wu-Tang Clan against me? For that, you're gonna die. Yung Chung Chung, 40 years ago, Wu Chung Kong may have saved your life, but today, no one's gonna save you. The old monk's fast asleep. He won't wake up until this afternoon. I may not be the one to stop you, but somebody will very soon. Also, the Wu-Tang Clan will rise again. There are many of us, all working for the good of the Wu-Tang. <laughs> it's you whose days are numbered. Oh, I know. Abba Tai Shin won't let you try the Kung Fu test. And you dare not attack him. Shut up. I'm going to finish you off for good. week's episode and next week we're gonna be getting back to some batman stuff starting with my review of batman year one yep the frank miller classic batman year one and i hope you all enjoyed this episode let me know what you think and until then joy ying jia jen sayonara so the cap, peace.